0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to LLA with Jake and Lenny. I'm your co-host, Lenny Hernandez. Uh, Jake and I, in the last several months, have been doing a very good job of being diligent and safe with COVID-19, and so we have been doing our episodes uh, one-offs by yourself, uh, stand safe and stay distance from each other, but we have a great episode today. You're either listening to us right now on uh, Dash Radio, on Dash Talk X, or you can hear us at any time. On any of the podcasting sites, iTunes, Spotify, any of those, uh, just look us up at L L A with Jake and Lenny, E L L L dot A L L A with Jake and Lenny. But today we have a great episode for you. I am here with Liv Gallo, the actor and musical theater person, um, and my homie. You can find her right now. Look her up on all the social medias. The way to live, L I V. As in Liv Olivia Gallo. Check her out on um, Instagram, uh, Facebook, any of those, uh, TikTok. Find her there. Liv, let's jump right into this. Thank you and welcome, of course. So let's start uh, with how we met, huh? Which was, I think, sometime after your showcase. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. No. Oh, the first time oh, we shit, met. Oh, shit. You were right. We met.
1: You didn't even know what I was going to say. And you I do knew. know what
0: you said because I remember you were eating a sandwich.
1: God I knew we were gonna bring this up yeah. I just told my mom about this about how we met
0: yeah so actually the the how you and I met is <laughs> I was in Springfield Missouri which is where I went to college Missouri State University which is where you went to college oh, um, and uh, one of our mutual professors uh, when I was in town was like hey you can come by at a certain time to like do a little talk back with some of the um, students who are graduating or whoever else wanted to hear. And I do remember sitting down in front of, I don't know, like 12 students mm-hmm. um, to do a little Q&A about living life in the city.
1: You basically told us that we need to have like a lot of money. You were like, you need a lot of money. And Is we were, that what I said? Well, you didn't say those words exactly, but you were definitely like, You think you need money, but you're going to need more money. And I remember looking at my friend being like, I have nothing. (laughs) And just freaking out. But But you're right, though. You're right.
0: You were the one who who was eating a Subway sandwich.
1: I had rehearsal right after that, and I had no time to eat. So I brought a Subway sandwich with me to this whole entire, like, workshop talkback thing. And I sat right next to you and ate the Subway sandwich. Well,
0: I will say, though, that, like... Even though, yes, that is how I remember you, that I do remember you being there eating that sandwich, and also, though, that you asked quite a bit of pertinent questions. Like, uh, everybody else was asking me, like, like you know, foo-foo stuff. Yeah. But you were asking me, like, specifics, and yeah. I did appreciate that from you. <gasps> really? Yeah. No, for sure.
1: That's the first time we met, but that's not, like, the first time we became friends. The first time we became friends was feel like a kind of a funny situation you took me to eat like persian whoa, food and i easy. cried <laughs> oh what
0: was it persian food I puerto th- rican food where did no, 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 no
1: we've been to eat persian food before was that the first time we hung out it was in north hollywood i'll tell you that
0: no i think we went to the puerto rican place i think oh. you you were close the persian
1: food was later, later. never yeah, mind yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah no, no i'm gonna try you i'm said, trying
1: whoa i'm trying easy. to yeah
0: Easy, cause I'm trying to. Hey, like, if we're in NoHo, we go to the Puerto Rica place. If we're in, like, uh, close to the airport, we go to the Persian place, cause there's a great Persian place that's by the airport.
1: That's where we went. That's where we went. Which one? Oh, I yeah, don't I don't know. I have no idea. He just took me there, and I said, "Okay, here I am."
0: Um. So, Liv, tell the people who are listening a little bit about yourself. Who are you? What are you doing? Um.
1: So, uh, my name is Olivia, and I grew up in Kansas City, so I'm from Missouri, uh, Kansas City, Missouri, and I went to school at Missouri State, so that's what Lenny and I have in common, is that we went to the same school, and right after, I majored in musical theater, and right after school, I was like, you know it would be like super cute if I moved to LA? Like, I'm gonna have that moment. So, I moved to LA, and then I realized, that I really miss singing and I really miss being on stage. So I was like, um, we're just going to hop over to New York. So I currently live in New York city right now. I'm at home because there's a pandemic happening, but, uh, home is in Kansas city, but. Which uh, is
0: where we are right now. Right now. In Kansas city, Missouri. Yeah. Because work brought me here mm-hmm. and COVID brought you
1: Back to my parents' house. Exactly. Yes, 100%. So I'm just a girl trying to make it on the B way in the city.
0: <laughs> but there's so much more in between that, Liv. Yeah, Come on. I, just,
1: was... I gave a very vague
0: answer. <laughs> that, was, that was horribly vague. We have one, like a solo fly that's just like <laughs> flying between the two of us. It's like landing on our mics and we're trying to attack it. So if you hear us doing that it's because we're literally <laughs> swatting we're like bah, 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 yeah bah. we're like fuck this fly i'm gonna kill this motherfucker right here because he lands there i'm going was a moment him. that i thought i could get
1: it but then i was like no like, don't gotta, make a scene
0: you gotta be quick you gotta be you gotta be good you gotta be you gotta be bold you gotta be who you gotta be stronger You're the singer here, Lib. Jesus. No, I
1: kind of liked when you did it. Oh, it's near me. Um, Yeah, there is a lot in between, but I just, I didn't know how much you wanted me to go into detail.
0: First off, let's talk about the fact that like your plight through after school is this. You plight? Yeah, exactly. It's weird. You're, you're, you're (laughs) the way that your life is this right here in this, in this sense. Mm -hmm. You, you go to a uh you go to college you get a musical theater degree you tour both la and new york Mm -hmm. after like your senior year of college and you decide with your musical theater degree that you like la better than you like new york at the time at the moment and so you move to la um you Mm -hmm. live there for two years Three year. years. You year. lived there? Okay, so under Three? I don't know. So I'm making time Lenny, is. What di-
1: is your timeline right now? You know me.
0: Time doesn't exist in L.A. Yeah, because clearly. there's no there's no seasons. seasons. No, it's all one listen, big blur. Okay,
1: I lived in L.A. for a year, one year.
0: Okay, and then you LA. moved. You moved. Okay, so from L.A. you were there for a year. You yeah. moved to Kansas City. You moved back home for about yeah because six I need to like
1: save up money. I maxed right. out a credit card. Exactly. I was stressed.
0: Of course. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So you come back to Kansas City, which is your hometown. You save money, and then you move to New York. Yeah. And then you're in New York for about a year, and then COVID-19 shuts down the city. And then that's why you're back here in Kansas City currently. Let's start at the beginning of your move to L.A. Okay. Let's do it.
1: So... I actually didn't know that I wanted to live to LA, live in L.A. until, um, like, April of my senior year. I was like, I think I, I visited L.A., and I was like, it was very aesthetically pleasing, and I also just fell in love with, like, the vibe of L.A., which I hate. That whole sentence makes me want to barf, but... Seriously, the vibe of... Don't laugh at me, Lenny. Don't laugh at me.
0: No, that's... It's true, though. Like, the
1: sunshine, the palm trees. I feel like I'm in a banana boat commercial. Like, honestly. And so I wanted to live there because of that. And also, I just... I felt like I was more marketable doing film than I was doing theater. Because all of my professors and everybody told me that I was going to have to grow into the characters that I would play. And I hated hearing that, but I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to have to be 35 to play these characters, why not go to L.A. when I can market myself as a young person? And when I first moved to L.A., I drove out there by myself. I told my parents on a whim. I was like, I'm moving to L.A. They knew that, and they thought that I was going to move at the end of August, and I just looked at them in July, and I said, I'm leaving in seven days. And they said, excuse me? (laughs) And I said... (laughs) Bye-bye. And we packed up my car, and I drove by myself across the country. And I was 22. It was terrifying. And then I get to L.A., and I pulled in, and I was like, something is wrong. It was just because I had graduated college, and I was lonely, and I didn't know what I was doing. But, yeah, so that's the beginning. That's the first part of L.A. And I was heartbroken. Somebody had broken my heart, and I thought I was going to die. But i came around full circle i had some friends i i ended up getting an agent new headshots i was auditioning i had made friends i was going to the beach i was getting super healthy and fit that's what la does to you it like i don't know i loved la i really did but the one part that i didn't like it was number one that's flying, that's flying around right now. <laughs> <laughs> that has
0: nothing to do with L.A. No, it? it has no, everything no. to do with this space we're in right now in Kansas City. Where is it? Fuck. It, I almost had it. I had it. I had an opportunity. Nope, nope, God, missed that him. that kind of scared me. Um, anyway. Well, let's talk about, first off, let's talk about your experience Directly into um, Los Angeles because whenever oh whenever Lord. we met, so I actually do remember we ended up grabbing I think lunch or dinner or something yeah, like I reached that. Reached
1: out, I was like, "Hey, you had a you had a talk back at Missouri State. Like, do you want to have lunch or something?" I was super good at networking because my whole life was a mess, but I was like, I want to try and connect with people.
0: Yeah, well, and then LA Shoot. is big on that. Like, you need yeah. to come out. You need to come out a little bit, and you need to. Use the connections you have To get you And that's one thing that I always say to people Is that like I can't really get you Like Big things but what I can do is I can help you Get to where I'm at quicker than what it took me You know like it took me four years To get to the point that I'm at I can help you get there in six, eight months If you want to literally grind With the people that like I run with You know what I'm saying Like that's We can get you there quicker Um, But like I do remember you hit me up and saying, hey, let's grab whatever. And so mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm in NoHo at this point, or like mm-hmm. around this day, so let's grab my favorite Puerto Rican place. And I do remember you sitting there and telling me about some boy.
1: I started crying. Like I just met you and I was like crying at the table. But, but
0: also like the fact that you wrecked your car, you got like, you got no oh, wreck. yeah, so in your day f-
1: eight of me being in LA, I totaled my car. Yeah. And I, it was the scariest day of my life because I was so distraught moving there, and I that I get in a car wreck. Well, because you
0: moved by yourself, yeah, you drove by yourself across. Drove
1: by myself, moved by myself. I had Kansas City, a lot which of is friends, 22
0: hours or so.
1: To, yeah, 21 and a half hours, and a lot of my friends either hadn't moved or they were moving to New York, but I was like the one musical theater girl that was like. I'm going to go do film. And I had no one out there. And um, I had like two people that I knew. Yeah. So I got in a car wreck and then I told my car and it was so bad. It was so bad. It was so bad. So I had, I had no car, no ways of getting anywhere. Tell the story. Oh, of how I got in the car wreck.
0: Tell this story about how you got, well, that you got in a car wreck and then that you had two, like two competing.
1: Oh, Okay. Sorry, I don't ever tell the story anymore. So I decided one day I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go to the beach. I'm gonna like live my best life. First I'm going off, to the one beach. Day,
0: you're eight days into LA. So yeah, you on your eighth day of LA. Literally L- I
1: was sad and I was trying to get happy. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take a day for myself. I'm gonna go to the beach. So I remember pulling out of my driveway and it told me to go left. I literally never go left out of my driveway. I always no, I went right. It told me to go right. Sorry. I had to think it's been a while since I've told the story, it told me to go right. And I never go right. I always go left out of my house always, but this time it was telling me to go right. So I was going a funky way anyway. So I go left and I get up on this back road, whatever. And there's an area where I have to turn left onto like this street. And I had to work up the courage. I was like, okay, here I go, here I go. No cars were coming. I turned to left and next thing I know I hear a honk and my car hit and I just 360 spin. I'm like, this is it, Lord. I hope I go to heaven. If not, I hope I, you know, I love everybody. I hope they know that, whatever. So I get in this car wreck and I look up and I see this guy. I make eye contact with this guy and I just look at him and I start putting my hand out in front of me like it's a movie. I was like, <sighs> And he was like, Move your car. So I'm in the middle of the street. He's like, get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> so I move my car and I'm like shaking. Well, there was this girl that was doing like a drug deal right next to the to the area. Cause she was like, Hold on, I had to deliver this, this, this weed. And I was like, okay. So Maybe it wasn't weed. I think it was like Coke. I don't know. It was some drug. I don't know. But she was like, let me deliver this, 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 I almost said alcohol, this stuff, and then I'll come help you. So she delivers the stuff. She just gives it to the guy. And she comes over, and she takes the information of the guy that hit me. She's like, can I see your ID? I'm shaking. I'm sitting on the ground. I'm crying. All this stuff. She takes pictures of everything. She takes pictures of The car, my ID, ask me questions, whatever. She's 20, okay? She's 20. And I'm like, what's going on? And I look up, and I am surrounded by three, like, car repair places. And this guy starts handing me a business card, and he's like, let me repair your car. I can set up, like, a rental for you, like, all this stuff. And this other guy comes over, and he goes like, well, your car's in my lot, so you're going to have to work with me, because they moved it out of the way, And then another guy comes over, and he's, like, just observing. And I'm, like, taking a breath, and I look at the drug dealer girl, and I'm, like, what do I do? And then I turn my head to the left, and they're in a fight. They're, like, fist fighting about where my car is going to go. Day eight of being in L.A. And I'm, like, (laughs) what the F? They're fist fighting. This guy's rolling on the ground. And I'm, like, what? So... Either way, it breaks up. I end up leaving my car in the place that it was, and she helps me, and she facilitated everything. Like, honestly, I owe that girl a lot. She was so nice. She helped the whole time. Like, oh, it was so bad. So that was day eight. That was the whole car wreck. And so whenever I got together with Lenny, I was like, hey, uh, I got in a car wreck, and I'm a mess.
0: (sighs) That, that the story. M- that, is, that might be an understatement. I got in a car wreck. This boy that I'm f- feelings for at the time ripped
1: my heart ripped out. Ripped my heart
0: out. I'm moving to a big new city. I don't have a lot of friends. I don't have a lot of friends. I don't know a
1: lot about film. I know more about musical theater. But here I am. But
0: here I am. And then, so tell us um, what then you were able to do while you were in la though i mean you got a you got a job that you enjoyed so
1: yeah the job process
0: you found a couple friends that you started to you know like run mm -hmm. with
1: so basically i moved in with my friend ricky who was an acting major at missouri state and we graduated the same year so i moved in with ricky and he um had a guy in his fraternity that he knew that was a couple years older than him named Lucas. And Lucas had a house with his girlfriend, Brittany, and um, Lucas and Brittany lived together, and then Ricky was there, and this other dude in the basement, but that's not important. And uh, I became best friends with Brittany, and she is still my best friend today. She lives in Kansas City, and our timelines of our life have just aligned. Literally, we talked today about how we would be each other's maid of honors. Like, mm-hmm. I met my best friend in the whole entire world when I lived in L.A.
0: You live with her, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I
1: lived with her. And I, it's funny, when I left L.A., she was leaving L.A. at the same time. Just so happened. And so we got to be friends in between me living in L.A. and New York, um, we lived in Kansas city at the same time. So it's like mm-hmm. our timelines always just kind of like aligned with each other. But yes, I did make a lot of friends. I had friends from school that moved in together and we all hung out and I became friends with this woman named Dana Powell, who I still care for very much. Shout and out to Dana. Shout out to Dana. It's
0: another Missouri state alone. Another one. Hello. Look her up. So, She's yeah. cool as hell. She's great. She's been on a ton of shows.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I guess when I started, I don't really remember your question, but I made a lot of friends. Starting out, was it about, like, what I did in L.A.? Um, I had a friend that told me about this app where you did, like, a self-tape, basically, and a bunch of agents saw it, and this agent saw my self-tape that I did and basically, like... Motorcycle. uh, Basically, like...
0: Pause for motorcycle. Uh huh. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: like just notified me and it was a great agency, Osbring Talent Agency. (laughs) And, uh, I was represented by them for, um, commercial and, uh, modeling, like just casual. What is that called? Commercial modeling.
0: I think so. What is it called? What is casual commercial (laughs) modeling called? No, what is it called? CCM? (laughs) I don't know. No,
1: what is it it called whenever somebody wants you to be like Um, Osbring Talent? What is it called? There's modeling, but then there's like whenever you're like just casual. What is that called? I'm looking it up. I don't know.
0: Commercial? No, I'm looking it up. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: No, let me look it up. You don't know.
0: I don't know because obviously way, I'm not, I have yeah. a
1: talent agent. So, and... uh,
0: perfect, okay. And so then at what point did, well, at what point, because a lot of people move out here or, you know, move to LA and then, you know, they get stuck in a bit of a cycle to where they're just like, Keeping their head above water, or you know, maintaining a certain thing, but then right. they're not thriving in the city. And so, at what point did you decide? Well, look, I love LA, or I like LA a lot, but then I also want to do this musical side. There's this musical side of me oh, that I yeah. haven't been able okay. to haven't been able to fully explore. How do I do that? Maybe it's in New York because I am
1: well, gifted. Because you are, you know, because
0: you do sing. You do sing. You sing well, and so therefore.
1: My my whole life, I had been doing musicals. I had been singing. I had been, you know, I was a theater girl. I was definitely, I was definitely a theater person. And when I was in L.A., I had networked so much. that There was this guy that I worked with that set me up with this, basically like an internship um, with Second City, and I was doing improv, and I had skipped... The first levels of improv and went right into the conservatory immediately um and which was like a, a that didn't happen very often but i was like can i just skip these i've taken the levels before so i skipped these levels and i remember interning and i was just like hey
0: you want me to be closer? I do. I want you to be closer to the mic. You remember interning.
1: I remember interning. There
0: you go. Look at that right there. I
1: know. It's a little, it's a little, it's a little different, isn't it? A little different sounding. Yes. So I remember interning and then I just remember sitting there and being like, I don't want to be here. I wish I was in a singing class. I wish I was getting ready to like train to do a singing audition instead of like taking tickets at this, second city place, second city place. That's that discredited a lot, but either way, that's what I wanted to do. And I, I remember the first like six months I wasn't listening to any musicals and I, I love musicals. Like I love musicals. I love theater. I love the camp. I love the seriousness. I love, I love all aspects of it, but I wasn't doing it. And then one day I just started listening again and the me Okay. The Mean Girls soundtrack came out. Ooh. The Mean Girls soundtrack came out. And I remember way back in the beginning of this little uh, little chat here, I said that my professors and a lot of the people that I went to school with were telling me that I would grow into the characters that I would play, but these girls in Mean Girls were, like, my age. They were 23, 24, you know, tw- mid-20s and up. And I was like, well, why the hell couldn't I be in that? I have the range to do it. Like... What What's the T here? And I just thought, I can move to New York and do that, and that's what I wanna do. You know, I, I knew more about the industry, I've loved that since I was a kid, and a musical just came out that I could be a part of, not that I specifically wanted to be a part of Mean Girls, but it gave me hope that there was gonna be other musicals that I could be a part of, that I didn't have to be 35 to be a part of. You know, I could be my 20, 20-something-year-old self. I didn't have to wait 10 years to be a part of a show So And that's when I was like I have to go And it was sucked because I was doing pretty well In LA for just starting out And I wonder if I would have stayed Like what my career would have become
0: I have been shut down because of COVID at some point Well, yeah, yeah. of course Put on pause
1: Put on pause
0: Good old COVID Well, that's crazy because how many people That you know Moved out to LA and then ended up already at this point moved out there for a bit and then left it's a ton
1: i know more people that have left new york um
0: Uh, all an equally difficult city because
1: of covid though
0: okay Yeah, yeah
1: i have some that moved to florida i have three people that i know that are like going to la going to see a palm tree um
0: so then i
1: only know one person that's left la outside of you yeah
0: Oh, okay. All right. All right.
1: I think, yeah, just one.
0: I know a, a bunch more than that, well, but I'm also older than you are. How so. old are you again? Doesn't matter. Uh, tell me. It does not matter. We are on this mic right now. <laughs> you do not put me on the spot like that. Uh,
1: I can find out easily.
0: I'm an '84 baby, so you do the math. '84. <laughs> okay. Best year. Uh, I feel like you're thriller only like...
1: came out that year? I feel like you're only a couple years older than me.
0: Nah. It's no. m- Much more. It's 10. No, you're 10. Yeah. It's That's 10, okay, though. It's 10 years older than me. That's yet. nothing. 10 years. Um, well, okay, so then after that, what you thought, you were thinking, like, let me pursue this kind of thing in, in New York and the mm-hmm. singing stuff, what then what then catapulted you to make that move
1: to go to new york yeah
0: well i mean because at first you went home you went home for a bit
1: oh yeah because i was poor like i had no money i had used all my money in la and
0: can i say real quick that that is something that i will continually tell graduating classes before they move to any major city I will continually tell you that these major cities are not going anywhere, and so it it behooves you. Behooves. Thank you. The person to literally stay at home for an extra six months and save. Just
1: six, you only need six. Six months.
0: You can save eight grand, nine grand, 10 grand if you are frugal
1: frugal but frugal. not everybody's frugal no
0: if you are frugal you can you can save nine grand and then move to one of these major cities that's and that's what i would say you, is, you should minimum
1: this is mm, i respectfully disagree
0: and then tell me why yes So
1: i think that if you were to like have a bare minimum let me
0: tell you why though before um, you get into it okay tell me here's the reason why tell me because I do not believe you can thrive in a major city. Thrive, okay. I do not believe you can thrive and get your feet wet in a major city if you are instantly looking for work. If you can take three months actively not participate in the job force and working, but if you can hang out in a city for six, seven, eight weeks, without having to work, find friends, go out, meet people and network for, for eight solid weeks, it is more beneficial for you to get to the city and then find a job right away. That is my opinion on it. Because I, whenever I moved to LA, I didn't work for almost six months. Because I had saved so much money. I ended up doing, like, six short films. I ended up getting, like, an agent. I ended up, like, befriending a ton of people. Going out. Anytime anyone asked me to go out, I'd say yes. I'd say yes. And so I met a lot of people and was able to do a lot of things from the six months I, I was hey, able there's to.
1: There's no- a few things I have to say
0: good please first one put me in my place my goodness no
1: I I agree with you to a certain extent I agree with you I think that everybody's living situation is different like for me personally I don't know that I could have stayed at home for that long and work. I didn't
0: stay out. I wouldn't. Oh, 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 oh. you mean back home? Yeah. Like, okay. You know, I don't know mm-hmm. that I can
1: mentally do that. Like I had to leave at some point. I do think the minimum, the minimum that you should have before you go anywhere is 5,000. Like that's a good cushion because, you know, let's not talk about like putting down like a broker's fee or a first month's rent or whatever the hell you have to pay. Let's just talk about going to the city disregard your plane ticket i'm talking that when you land in your city five thousand dollars that is this is like acting wise you know i'm not
0: talking to anybody else
1: in la or new york you need to land in your city with potentially your first month's rent already paid
0: and see in here well, this is five thousand dollars first month so
1: technically maybe six
0: f- so first first month last month and deposit okay what is that what three,
1: is, Three thousand, maybe
0: so three thousand. So, therefore, you're left Not that with your rent's at that. how much is your rent? Let's oh, it's irrelevant, but it's irrelevant. Uh, but okay. It's irrelevant. Oh, okay, but let's just say your median, like your average rent is somewhere between a thousand if you're going moving to a major city, of course.
1: Yeah, anywhere from eight to twelve.
0: Correct, yeah. So, yeah. let's just say a thousand is your average, yeah, right? Okay, mm-hmm. so if you if you got 5k and you are forking over three. Right away, that only leaves you with two.
1: Yeah, but everybody's situation's different. When I moved to the city, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I had a sublease, and I just put down a security deposit in my first month's rent, so that's two. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like, I don't.
0: So you had that extra.
1: I had that extra thousand for sure. And you get lucky. Some people can sublease, or some people can just like they don't have to pay a security deposit. And my rent was also eight eighty, so that's like. You know, that's only, that wasn't even quite $2,000.
0: When I moved into the place that I'm at now, um, I had to fork over, I fronted almost $7,500. First month's, last month's deposit.
1: Did you say 75?
0: 100, yeah, 70, I had to fork over seven grand that's what I'm saying, yeah, so
1: everybody's, situation's different. Is everybody's situation is different. I just think that if you were to That's do it the cheap I... way, you could do five,
0: yeah. But I can agree with I that.
1: I mean, obviously, the most money you have is the better. Like, if you can get up to 10, 10 grand, you're golden. The girl that I want to live with in LA, I think she has like around 13,000, dollars, and I'm like, what the f. I barely have, you know, anything.
0: for selling kidneys. Yeah, you
1: know, I'm selling. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, but either way, the most money you have, the better. But, like, if somebody said, what's the minimum amount that I need? I'd say five. Like, that would be my thing. How do we get on the subject of money? Oh, because I, I went home. Yeah. Yeah, because I was poor. And I had to save up money. And I had to pay off a credit card because mm-hmm. I racked that up.
0: Well, and that's, and the biggest thing that I'm trying to say is that like, it is very okay for you to explore a big city, yeah. move home for a bit, save more money, and then re-explore any other city that you'd want to go to.
1: Exactly. I think that was hard though, because I was telling everybody, Hey, I'm going to leave LA, but I'm going to go home for like five or six months. And it just felt like I was taking a step back, but I made sure that when I moved home that I was making plans and I was I was I I had plans and goals to get to New York City like definite definite goals and that's what kept me going
0: well because I ended up visiting Kansas City (sighs) while you were in while you were living in Kansas City
1: yeah for those um, five six months yeah.
0: yeah and then we ended up um, I ended up meeting you at the restaurant that you were bartending at <laughs> I
1: was working at Bravo yeah which is like this Italian restaurant that is mediocre at best <laughs> If you know what Italian food is, it's mediocre at best. They had some good.
0: Shout out to Bravo. <laughs>
1: Shout out to. <laughs> you
0: know what? Sponsor us, Bravo. You are mediocre at best.
1: I'm so sorry. I can't believe I said that right now. <laughs> now that I've just said it out loud, I was like, oh, shit. Um, yeah, no, who it was. They had a great salad and they had a great dessert and some good, like, Appetizers, but after that, it all went downhill. Um, but either way, I was bar- bartending and you were in town and we got together and then we went to like another bar afterwards.
0: Oh, we did? Yeah, went we hung out for a bit. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And uh, we hung out and that was cool.
0: Yeah. Well, tell us about how um, then five, six months back home in the Kansas City area and then you decided to then make that jump that huge leap to New York.
1: Well, I was always, as soon as I got to Kansas City, I just kept thinking, don't get attached, you're gonna leave. Like, you're gonna leave, you're gonna leave, you're gonna leave. And it was hard because, you know, those people that were setting roots down, like, you know, the people that I worked with, they lived there, and I was, the girl that started and was like, I'm moving to New York, and they were like, what? You know, like, but I knew that I was gonna go, and it was good because I had Brittany there, like my friend that I told you about, you know, I, um, I had Brittany there and I was going to, I was supposed to move January 1st, but my mom was like, you should wait and save up more money. I think that was her way of wanting me to like stay more with her yeah. personally. She's never going to listen to this. So I'm just oh, you're saying. not going to
0: tell her that you're on this? No, absolutely not.
1: I don't know what's going to come out right now. <laughs> I gotta kind of filter it and I don't want to filter it so
0: you know if she googles your name though at some point she's gonna find this that's
1: okay either way I think that she wanted me to stay just yeah, another well, month moms do she knew that me moving to New York was more permanent than I think LA she could just tell mm. so I moved in February and that was so you
0: lasted an extra month
1: mm-hmm and it, it, it was brutal. But I found a really good apartment and I got it and I had paid the girl like a security deposit. Is this you?
0: Yeah, stop kicking me in the leg. I'm
1: sorry, your legs are sticking out. Hey, hand me that water. You're not going to drink it. Thank you, kind sir.
0: You're welcome.
1: What accent was that? I don't know.
0: <laughs> my I don't know. Stop. That's, that's terrible. So,
1: yeah. um,. This is cute by the way. Um, anyway. This is a cute thing. I love this apartment that we're in. Anyway, so I stayed an extra month. I stayed an extra month. And I hated it, but at the same time it, it didn't hurt me. It was like it was like what? Two, three, three, four weeks. It wasn't anything.
0: And that's that's what I'm trying to tell people whenever they come out of school is that like those extra two or three weeks that they're saving more money isn't mind, going to hurt them to raise that much more money.
1: I think that one thing that you should do when you tell all these kids, Mr. I'm a wise man, is everybody's situation's different. Some people have been saving from the time that they're 10. Others have parents that are rich. But for the people that don't have a lot of money that could not work during school, there is nothing wrong with grinding for six months. You can make, if you don't have a credit card to pay Grinding
0: off, where for six months? At home or grinding into a big city no, for six months?
1: No, grinding at home.
0: That's what I'm saying. Grind grinding it at home. home. Grind at home Which, for six months. That
1: just makes it, there's nothing wrong with waiting. It's just, I guess sometimes it just sucks because you don't want, it sucks because you don't want to, it just feels like you're waiting to go. You don't want to Wait.
0: No, you're ready. And you know? and you're young and you just want you're ambitious and yeah. you want to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: no, and that's hard. But for me, I didn't have a choice. I had literally nothing. So I had I had to go. And I think it sucks cuz I had to pay off a credit card. I don't know why I purchased a, or got a credit card in the first place, but I did.
0: So you can so you can buy a house one day. You need that credit. You need that credit to buy a house. What you talking like about? Huh? You need that credit to buy anything. You need a credit to buy a car. You need a credit to buy that house. You need a credit to buy anything that you want. That's okay. There's I nothing wrong with you. I ran again.
1: out of like literal money. So I was like, let me just put it on a credit card. Duh.
0: Ask anybody. Duh. Duh. Yeah. So. How do you think I'm living right now? Credit cards. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs>
1: So yeah, that was me in between moving to L- from L.A. to New York.
0: And then, what has your pre-COVID nineteen? What has been your experience of New York? How long have you been in New York before um, the shutdown basically happened in March? One year. For one year. Okay. One year.
1: And right before I moved to New York, I auditioned for this show in Kansas City because I was there. And I was like, might as well. And I booked the show and I became part of the union. Um, what show? The Wizard of Oz.
0: What would you? What were you playing?
1: The ensemble.
0: Oh, just in the ensemble, The Wizard the of ensemble. Oz. ensemble. Great.
1: And I... I, the audition the day of the audition, it was a complete snowstorm in Kansas City and I didn't even want to go. I was like, Mom, let's just not go because she drove me because you know, she's not going to let me drive her brand new car in the snow.
0: <laughs> and I was like,
1: okay, wow, we're really taking it back. to Man,
0: are you an only child?
1: How did you know?
0: <laughs> because your mom is like, I am not going to let you take my brand new car in the snow. Yeah,
1: no. My mom no. would have
0: been like, I'm going to stay here. Let me go fuck off. <laughs>
1: no, no, my mom didn't do that. She drove me, and I got out of the car, and the first person I see when I get out of the car in the snowstorm is this guy that I went to college with, and I was like, ha, "Hey!" So we audition. I roll my ankle. Um, it was a shit show.
0: You roll your ankle? Yeah, in the dance call. No,
1: in the um, dance call. Rolled my ankle, okay. and then I get a call back, and I'm like going off in a corner singing to myself, and I realize that they just called all the people that were called back at the same time, they weren't doing it individually. So I get a call while I'm in this corner of this like theater and they're like, where are you? We're, you know, we're starting the callbacks. And I'm like, what? So I go to this callback, I'm late because I was singing in the corner of the theater and they were doing a group callback and it was it. And so we all made, I I ended up getting in the show. And so I moved to New York. Four months. Oh, and I moved in February, March, April. I found out in like early April, two and a half months in that I booked this show. And then I went and did the show. Then I became equity. I was a server. Um, I did a few cabarets. I kind of got really into my survival jobs, and then I realized that I needed to get out of it. And so the start of the year I got new headshots. I took a class, I would did another cabaret, and um, I was singing with my friends. I started new survival jobs and then COVID hit. And so right whenever I was like, okay, we're going to get in the right mindset. all will help broke loose.
0: That's a lot of people's 2020 goal. Yeah. They're like, I'm going to get in the right headspace. I'm going to get in the right mindset. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden lockdowns, I shutdowns. Had a lot of
1: plans. I did. I had a lot of plans and I started them, but. Couldn't so at so. what
0: point okay so it, all the lockdowns happened mid March Yeah what at what point did you how many weeks Did you go before you said, all right, you know what, I'm going to just, I'm going to flee to Kansas City for a while because I have the opportunity to get out for a bit while the city is shut down? Because Missouri at that point wasn't shut down to the extent that LA was or New York.
1: No, no, no. So go ahead. So my friend Jenna came to do, because Missouri State does showcases every year. They do an LA showcase and they do a New York showcase. And Jenna came to do her New York showcase, my friend. And... um she came like march i'm literally gonna make this up like march 10th or something and the whole thing shut down like the whole city the showcase got canceled everything was happening like within one week within one week showcase was canceled all of all of new york was just shutting down and she was like i'm going home she was there for two days and she was like i'm leaving and i was like you're supposed to be here 12 days. What the F like, what is going on? And that's when everything started to get bad, but we didn't know how long it was going to go bad. Like they were saying, Oh, for two weeks, like my survival jobs were like, Oh, for two weeks, we're going to be shut down. April 1st, we're going to open up again. Well, April 1st turned into like April 20th. And then that turned into May 16th. And then it, it, that turned in after May 16th, everything was still shut down. I was just like, I can't keep waiting every two to four weeks. I'm going to kill my roommates. I need to get out of the city. I need to see grass. So I had been locked in my apartment. We were ordering our groceries. Like I didn't leave the last week that I was in my apartment before I went home, I was like going outside to a park, but I wasn't leaving. And that was my whole problem. Like I, what is it like to be in a thousand foot square apartment? Like, it's not cute. So at, at one point I was like, they're just going to keep extending this date and I'm just going to go home. And my whole thing was that if I went home, even if they, even if it was for just like three weeks, it was a good break. Cause think about it. When you go home, how long is it? Like five, six days? Yeah. Yeah. So three weeks would be a luxury. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be insignificant. Well, That turned, me coming home May 16th turned into me leaving, like, July 30th, so... Two and a half months I've been home, so.
0: Well, and I'm shocked too because we aren't even at July 30th yet that you're you're going back that soon. Well. And I know that New York's cases are what, and we're not trying to get into any of that because yeah. like, I'm not interested in doing. Right. That, that's not what this is like about.
1: Statistics of what yeah, the state I don't, is
0: state is. Yeah, don't. yeah, no, 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 not, not at all. But like, because you and I were talking off. Line or, uh, you know, off the mic, uh, the fact that, like, I'm debating s- yeah. uh, subletting for four months, for the, basically through 2020 and just calling it a wash and then saving money, you know, like, so I
1: I just think that every single person has a different situation. Mm-hmm. I mentally cannot stay here in Kansas City because I feel like I am regressing as a person and my living situation uh, even though it was bad in New York, like it's, you know, it's still weird here. Like, imagine, imagine anybody that's listening, imagine moving back in with your parents right now. How would you feel? You'd be like, oh, oh God. Yeah. yeah, you know, and not that I hate my parents, but, you know, we're independent adults. Wait, that's it. No. Again,
0: you're an only child, though, so it's slightly different, I think. It than,
1: is. You yeah, know, no, you're right. Year. But uh, <laughs> the reason I decided to go back, I would say.
0: Well, because like Broadway has said that they're not going to open until 2021. Exactly. So that's at least four, five, six months from now.
1: Okay. Here's another thing. We're getting an extra $600 on our, uh, what is that called? Unemployment? The CARE Act. Yeah. So, yeah, so no, I'm so getting paid a, a lot. But that stops at the end of July. So it's like, well, I gotta go back to work and start working immediately. And I don't wanna get a job here in Kansas City and pay rent in New York. Like, It would just make sense for me to go to New York, keep working. I could still try and make connections with people, hang out with my mm. friends. Like, mm.
0: well, and two, the the crazy thing is, is that like if you work in the service industry in New York, you're making actual minimum wage mm-hmm. statewide. Compared to you, you work as in the service industry in Missouri, you're mm-hmm. making you're making forty percent of minimum wage or something yeah, like fifty percent, like chump change. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're making four dollars an hour compared to making $12, 14 bucks an yeah, hour. You're making
1: thirteen. And not that I I don't serve anymore, but I'm still making $14 an hour plus tips for my survival job. So either way for me, I knew that it was good to go back to see friends, to grow as a person, to try and network as much as I could and to make the city still my home because I feel like here I'm just kind of regressing and it might be a little too. or at least
0: the very minimum just staying afloat like you're not you're not progressing in any way you're just
1: no I'm just floating here like I'm doing a chore for my mom and taking out the dog and hanging out with friends like
0: hey don't hate that because I'm here this week
1: Okay. Okay. (laughs) No. Okay. You're right though. Yeah. No, that's my, that's my little journey with COVID. And I think that everybody's struggling with this. Like it's, it's,
0: it's all over the place on every single like aspect of the, of the world. I mean, we're talking about COVID. We're talking about. Uh, uh, you know the protests we're talking about the equity versus equality we're talking about all kinds of stuff it is happening in the whatever is happening in our government my goodness gracious you know like all of that stuff combined Mm -hmm. i feel like there's been just like a collective like just weird you know energy like me coming to this building um, the
1: spooky building, the
0: spooky building. Cause we're, we're in a, uh, a senior living community that, uh, I'm here to help open. It has
1: automated lights. So the hallway's dark
0: until you walk through it. And then it's like, it's just
1: boom, 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 boom. It, it, boom. it looks like a horror movie and then the lights come on and it looks like the shining. So you can't win
0: <laughs> It's down these long halls. Um, I was saying earlier, like I'm one of, I was one of four employees Th- roaming through here from the you know construction teams that, that that was actually wearing a mask all all week. Yeah. And um, at one point I was just like you know because people were staring at me I was just like look I'm wearing this mask for y'all because like I'm the one who's been traveling from city to city to state mm-hmm. to state. Um, and everyone's just like, <laughs> and I'm like, eh, you know what? I'm gonna Sorry keep doing not. it. I'm gonna keep doing it. You know, cause this yeah. is what this is
1: i think that not everybody right before you came, well it just became a thing last week that or this week technically that you had to wear a mask here earlier it wasn't that you had to wear a mask so if you don't have to wear a mask people aren't going to follow it you have to have a rule yeah. you know
0: Well, exactly exactly
1: Either way, COVID's crazy, and it COVID kind of is a, crazy. It put a damper on my life, but here I am. Oh,
0: on your life? How about for three hundred <laughs> and life, 300, everybody's
1: 350 life? Everybody's life. Three
0: hundred and fifty million people in the United States. It put a, United States. A, United States. Let's talk about some fun thing. Let's talk about the importance of Hamilton dropping on July third. How many times have you watched that fucking show? Also, are you a fan of it?
1: definitely i'm a fan
0: and then how many times have you watched the the disney version so
1: when it came out i told my mom i was like i want to see hamilton like i'm for sure not like the musical i'm talking like when it came out on disney plus i was like yeah
0: disney plus yeah i I gotta
1: see hamilton so through verizon Somehow she has Disney Plus for free for a year, so she got yeah. it.
0: That's, what, that's one of the perks of having of Verizon. Perks, yeah. so Are you, you kidding have, me? If you don't have
1: Verizon, get Verizon. You don't, can have Disney no. Plus for a year. I mean, what do, do it you if have? You want.
0: I have AT&T. had get it out. since I was 14.
1: Oh, wow, you're so cool.
0: Uh, thank you. Uh,
1: no. Thank you. Loud.
0: 20 plus years of having of AT&T. <gasps> AT&T.
1: Uh, Verizon, it's amazing, you get Disney Plus for free. So I told her, I was like, I wanna get Disney Plus. We got it, bada bing, bada boom. I go to my room, my childhood bedroom, and I lock myself in there, and I start watching Hamilton. Within the first seven minutes, I paused it, I stood up from my bed, and I stood there in my room, And I just took two breaths and I was like, you need to calm down because I was so, I was so invested in this show. And I was like, God, I love musical theater. And then I knew I was a nerd. And then I finished watching it. I definitely had like three more of those like, pause moments throughout the show. And then I kept telling my parents, I was like, you have to watch it, you have to watch it, you have to watch it. They, I don't think they were into it, like, there are some old school people. So like Hamilton's modernized, there's rap in that, like it's hip hop. It's
0: there's it's, rap in it. What are you talking about? The entire fucking yeah, show is like, rap. Basically. Not
1: everything. Sorry. But like, you know, 70%, 70%
0: of it, but yeah.
1: they, they're old school. Like yeah. they're, you know, <laughs> and it was just hard to get them into it. But either way, I loved it. I fell in love with the cast. I started looking up the cast, uh, my little my baby anthony has a great little song out called mind over matter everybody go listen to it um it's great Music man what is great. the
0: deal with everyone loving anthony ramos right now he's hot as my hell my god yeah. everybody is. is all over and, and and first off the dude is I, hope hella, he,
1: I really hope he takes off
0: i cannot wait for In the Heights. It was literally going to be my 2020 summer thing that I watched and then I was going to promote and then I was going to be like, yes, 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 yes. And then um, just wait until 2021. Then, well, which is, I get, because they don't want people... To just, to, like, watch yeah, over it. To, well, and to, to have to VOD it, yeah. you know, they want to be able to people see it in theaters. And I'm okay with them pushing it, too.
1: Here's the Especially, too, well, with
0: them... Well, because they brought Hamilton up a year. They weren't supposed to release Hamilton, this version of Hamilton, until the end of 2021.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And so they brought it because of COVID. They quickly... Edited it, brought it out. Disney like, brought it. This we're gonna happen. make it. Yeah,
1: here's the thing with Anthony if you watch him in Hamilton, just if you were if, if anybody wants to just if they're bored, go watch Hamilton again, but just solely watch that guy. He's, he's incredible. Great. he's great. Just every single face, every choice he makes like it's just incredible. And I'd be honored to meet him one day. And I just think that and he's he, really cute yeah, too. Yeah.
0: Well, he's dating the girl who was, <laughs> well, I
1: can still think he's cute, yeah, but yes, you're right, you're he, right. he, he, yeah. he, is still dating that girl. Um, I think her name's Jasmine. Jasmine. Yes, Jasmine is her I'm name. Still yes. dating Jasmine. Uh-huh. They have that great music video that is super hot.
0: Oh, there's one with the two of them that together. That song that I played earlier. Earlier I played a song. I thought you were, I thought you, the, the video with, um, what's her name? Oh, the YouTube girl. Uh, is that her name Elijah, Alicia, uh, something like that?
1: Oh, no, that's called relationship.
0: Okay, great. No, this is Yeah, I know exactly one. what you're talking about, yeah. What's that girl's name?
1: Mm, I don't know. L- Liza. Liza, yes. Yeah,
0: Liza, No, yeah, you not- need,
1: oh, I'm going to text you right now, Mind Over Matter, and you're going to look up that music video. Promise?
0: Yeah, just text me it at some point and I'll check it.
1: I'm going to text you right now. Mind over matter.
0: Mind over matter. I got my mind over matter.
1: You're gonna look at it and be like, "What is this? I just just did it. Me and my
0: mind you know, over ups. matter. Mind over matter. That's not it at all. Um, let's talk about how um, Hamilton was brilliant. So your parents did not love it.
1: It, it. I think it's my dad doesn't like anything. My dad will like the Godfather and that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, he doesn't like a lot of shows, but every time I put the office on, he, he does think that's funny. He acts like he's not watching it, but he is. So my dad, he doesn't even count. My mom is a Hallmark movie kind of person. Mm -hmm. So to have her watch Hamilton, just try and put that together. It didn't really work.
0: I, um, I'm in Florida. So I, at the time, um. I go there mid June and I decide I'm going to stay there for about almost a month or so. Mm-hmm. And so I'm over, I'm over in Florida over July 4th, which is I'm at, I'm at my mom's house. Um, I invite my dad over. My parents are split. Um, cause I was saying how my mom's boyfriend is six years older than me mm-hmm. at this point. Um, and so my dad comes over, my niece comes over. She's 13. Yes. What were you going to say?
1: Nothing. No. I'm thinking about what time this was in the year. When I realized July 3rd.
0: Because okay. I, right. I force everyone to come over mm-hmm. um, and watch Hamilton. Because I said, look, on July 3rd, the only thing that I'm doing is I'm fucking watching Hamilton. And everyone's going to come over and watch Hamilton.
1: Did they do it?
0: So my dad came over. My niece came over, my sister came over, my mom watched it. I say that in quotations because my mom basically played on her phone for two and a half hours on the couch. My mom, not, start,
1: my not mom watching it. within like four minutes, started to get on her phone. And I was like, okay, we're done here. Yep, You're not interested. Exactly.
0: My mom was definitely not interested. She almost fell asleep throughout it. Um, uh, I will say, my sister, uh, who's a teacher, in a uh, private school teacher in florida she was int that impressed by the first act but by this the second act i forgot how um uh, uh, uh just oh, b- busy the second act is and then busy is not the word i'm That's looking I felt for
1: the first act i felt the first act was busy
0: well, the first act is more like exposition and a lot of like this, this you know, like this is how things were. But the yeah. second act is like, oh shit, it's the meat. Like, here's where he's like cheating. He's yes, here's
1: that's almost hot as hell.
0: You know, exactly, exactly. Here's mm-hmm. where he's cheating, here's where the conf- conflict. All the the second act is entirely conflict. Yeah. Right. And so it goes quicker, it gets people a little bit more drawn in. And so my sister actually really enjoyed the second act. My niece enjoyed the second act a lot. And my dad, you know, my daddy is, like, uh, he, he ended up, like, loving it. Like, he ended up laughing at a bunch of parts where it was right. funny. yeah. Um, I was shocked that he was entertained for two and a half hours on it. Um, because, you know, my mom was just playing on her phone the whole time. Yeah. Um, but, like, it was really surreal to be, like, to step back and be like, this is what I love, and then my niece now... Has been listening to it nonstop for the last couple of weeks. It's
1: good. It's catchy.
0: Yeah, she's 13, and yeah. it's a good thing to put her on. I'm now like, what musical? Sh- what what other musical should I attempt to get my 13 year old niece on? <laughs> mean
1: Girls. And so, Honestly, have yeah, her watch Mean mus- Girls.
0: What musicals?
1: Mean Girls definitely have her watch the movie and then have her listen to the soundtrack
0: mean girls okay don't See, act I,
1: like you've never heard what that is you said it like you were a karen
0: first off i know the movie i don't i have never listened to the musical
1: <laughs> the first time i saw the musical uh tina fate was there
0: oh like and then shit. the first time i
1: saw hadestown which is a musical on broadway uh jake gyllenhaal was there Ah, oh, great moment. So um, here's,
0: because I was thinking, so to get, again, so she's 13. Yeah. Um, and so her, her attention span is
1: just, just, just,
0: it's, it's non-existent. It's short. Um, I was thinking something like hairspray.
1: Yes. Yeah, a cute moment of hairspray.
0: You know, like I was thinking hairspray. I, I was think thinking of things grease. That, like,
1: what, what kids would think is like cool. You know, God, I sound old. Uh-huh. <laughs> like if I was a kid and that wasn't in a musicals, I want something that is like
0: cool. Correct. And that, so, yes, absolutely. Hamilton is cool, which is why they mean like girls, she. Mean Girls,
1: different. It's cool. Ugh, cool. Sorry. I had a moment. Are
0: mean you okay? girls.
1: Yes. Mean Girls. It's mean different. Girls, okay. It's so cool. So I'm
0: going to listen to it and then I'm going to try to recommend it. But I I feel like Hairspray is the perfect next musical for a 13 year old kid who doesn't fully know what musicals are here's why because it does talk a little bit about not even a little bit but a a lot of it is about race and my niece is biracial and so i feel like that might help
1: the thing about musicals is that it's always it's the thing about musicals that it's it's a it How do I say this without sounding weird?
0: Say it straight. The
1: thing about musicals is that it's about seeing them in person.
0: Yeah, well, okay, That's the yeah. thing.
1: You can see, you can listen to Hairspray, but you're not going to get it until you look those kids being the Corny Collins kids. And then you look...
0: Well, I was going to force her to watch the movie. It's not just oh, listening to the... Oh, the force the, her to watch yeah, the, movie the movie first. The, the Amanda Bynes, like God, John Travolta. She was so
1: good in that. She was literally so good in that. Then all she went downhill, those, but all, you know...
0: You know what? I... Mm, uh hairspray is great the movie Zach is Deborah? great Zach, oh my god he's and that, Have and you and that's seen why. His
1: documentary on netflix no
0: about what oh him going to australia Shut was up. it that
1: i don't know but he ate an apple and it was hot as hell <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry well and honestly that's because now uh my niece has been looking up nothing but anthony ramos everything just Same. all over because Same. Well, she's watching, watching
1: like that. But on Google, <laughs> when I started typing in Google the other day, it was like Anthony Ramos's relationship with Jasmine. Da, 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 da. I like, she has a long last name and I was like, okay, I'll just watch it. So I, I literally read the whole article about the beginning of their relationship to now. And I was like, what am I doing? I have a problem. <laughs> Lord, but He's cute. She's lucky. He's hot.
0: <laughs> that is the only thing my niece has been able to tell me for the last week and a half. Anthony Ramos, this, this, but that's what I'm saying. With Zac Efron, he's equal, like he is super hot in Hairspray. Yes. Yes, exactly. He and has so, a
1: dad now. I think I don't know. Why I made that up.
0: No, there, there was something. There's that some abs yeah, there. Yeah, there's some. But there's he, some he has a, he articles has little... recently that's saying that that's the case, but also is he doing it for some kind of role or did he just stop working out because of COVID and he like, instead of it being straight muscle, it turned into him being a little bit he, rounder. You can see
1: whenever he like takes off this robe in this documentary, you can see little pockets of abs, but like, it's a dad bod moment. You're like, Oh, you're not chiseled like you were in like, what's that, what's that one show? What's that fraternity, sorority? Neighbors. Neighbors. Yeah. Great yes. show. Great movie.
0: Um, here's the thing, Liv. Yes. Would you have sex with Zach Efron right now?
1: No. His personality from what I've seen in interviews. I don't know him, so I could be totally wrong. <laughs> oh, I, sound like a, I sound like a douchebag. <laughs> I sound like a douche. Um, the
0: answer is yes.
1: No, I, I mean he's very good looking, and okay, God, you put me on the spot, Lenny. I don't know.
0: Spotlight. Okay, okay, spotlight, okay. Listen, spotlight. here's my
1: here's my forward answer.
0: Look, what's gonna happen when you, when he hears this and you meet him? That's later? what
1: I just had a moment to freak out with, and I was like, oh shit. Listen, listen. If he was like coming on to me, I don't think I could say no. But if I had like. A, a moment that I could like think clearly, I probably would because I don't know him. And any encounter that I've seen with him, like seen him in, seen him on any interview, whatever, he seems like a douchebag. But I also don't know him, and maybe he's just <laughs> pissed off because the interviewer sucks. So, like, I
0: don't know, it just depends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that really put me on the spot. <laughs> oh my
0: God. You know what? I'm gonna have to edit all of this out. Just Shut because.
1: up! No, you're not. No, you're not.
0: <laughs> Maybe you should.
1: Here's the thing. Well, if you're gonna have to edit this in all realness, I probably would have sex with him because I mean he's really good looking. I'm like, <laughs> in any situation that That's we would that he and I would ever have sex, I'd be like. Yes, this is happening to me.
0: We talked about Hamilton. Ham- we talked about Mean Girls.
1: Talked about me going from LA to New York, what I've yep. done.
0: Yes, we've talked about those things. Let's get into the musical side of what you enjoy. What do you see yourself What kind of characters do you see yourself portraying? Cuz you talked about the fact that like people and this is and and this is one of the things that our professors at some of our schools or acting schools will try to tell you is that like, you cannot, you, you will be more successful when you're later in life because of whatever, whatever you're exactly. So what do you see yourself doing in that sense?
1: Well, there's a couple answers that I have just two. the first one is I have no idea.
0: Six months ago. Very okay.
1: Six months ago. I would have never thought that I would be here in this moment right now. A pandemic sitting with you in this old folks place. Like,
0: Thank no. You. And then
1: six months before that, I would have never thought that I would have been there.
0: Senior living
1: community. Senior living community. I'm never going to get that. So let's just address that now. But. <laughs> it's
0: true. <laughs> it's true. I've had this old so That's
1: <laughs> what I sound like. But the whole point, that my whole point is the two answers is, one, I have no idea. I have literally no idea where I'm going to end up at all. And I, sometimes I can't even, I can't even picture it. But then the other part of me is like, I see myself in about four-ish years, maybe even three if I'm if I'm getting lucky. I mean, if I'm really lucky, six months. But no, not six, because Broadway won't open by then. Um, a year. Anywhere from a year to four years, making it to Broadway, working, after I've done Broadway for a little bit, which is what I really want to do, I end up doing like a TV series as a guest star for a little bit. And then I do another TV series thing and then I do a movie and then I go back to Broadway. I have like a Lori Metcalf moment, you know, um, or a Nathan Lane moment. I want to do both. I want to start doing theater, but then I wouldn't be opposed to doing film stuff. You know, I, um, I do think one of my assets is my voice, um, and I want to use that in any way that I can. I think there's more to me than just my voice, but I don't see myself just doing Broadway or just doing television or just doing film. I would like to do all of it. I can't see myself coming out with like a record deal, like Taylor Swift. I mean, watch me end up doing that, you
0: know? Yeah, but at least not yet.
1: Not yet. Yeah. I don't see that now, but but maybe. That leads me back to point number one. I have literally no idea where this can take me. I mean, think
0: about, like, Anthony Ramos, we were just talking about, like, he all of a sudden started releasing songs and EPs and stuff. And these are
1: amazing. They're so good. They remind me of, like, The Weeknd and Adam Levine, if they had a baby. Like, that's what it is. Um, But my whole point is that I have no idea where it's going to take me, and I want to start out doing some stage work and then eventually go into some type of film. And if I never go into film, I think I'd be okay. But I just want to support myself by being an artist. And I want to reach a big audience.
0: Huge, a yeah. huge audience.
1: Cause you know, when I was a kid, like I saw Big stars, be something, and I was like, I want to do that. So I want to be a somebody that reaches out to that little kid, you know.
0: Hmm. Well, and that's huge. Yeah. And when we were talking about this a little earlier too, do you do you feel like, um, what do you think the state of New York is going to be when it opens back up? Like, cause again, Broadway has pushed to 2021.
1: I'm really hopeful. I'm really hopeful and positive that things go back to normal. And then like, I don't want to wear a mask for the rest of my life. I don't want to have to always be six feet from people. As an actor, you interact with people. You're close to people. My curriculum in school was, you know, we were, we weren't doing this all the time. but Like I had to kiss one of my peers, like, you know. I hope that things go back to normal. I think it's going to be a minute. And I think that Broadway will have some distant seatings and they're going to be really expensive and only rich people are going to get to go.
0: Which is sad. It is. Which is really sad. You know, like the, the fact that like, and, and that's one thing that I will say that like I love about what Hamilton has been able to do is to like get its show to a much broader um, more, more, more amount of people than just the wealthy that's going to be able to see their shows. Um, you I know, think, I
1: think also that it's not always going to be like that though. Like it might be like that for the first part of 2021, but God, I hope by June, let, let's just be really generous here June
0: of 2021,
1: that it goes back to normal. I really, I really hope that I don't think that I could deal with it if it wasn't like that, mm. you know? So, I don't know.
0: It will be. And we're all staying positive and thinking positive thoughts and hoping that the world isn't going to end at some point towards the end of this year. God. If it did, at least we did this little. At least we're here right now, you know? (laughs) You know what? We're releasing this content. Content. Here we are. Here. Take it. Take it. Absorb it. Take it. Um, favorite musical, favorite musical. I don't think I have one. You, no, no.
1: That's like, that, what kind no. of question is that?
0: Okay, no. First off, we're, we're going to take Hamilton completely off the table. You cannot say Hamilton. Favorite musical, go. I will tell you one of my favorite musicals. You go first. One of my favorite musicals is Avenue Q cute very cute <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't have one. my oh, uh, god which why is, why is it your favorite musical
0: because puppetry and music in, in with plus musical plus musicals and uh, the song the internet is for porn is just such a hilarious song where the cookie cookie monster or whatever the equivalent of that is it, it 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 resonates in my soul you know what do you do with a ba in english I but also then you know for porn you know like that's literally one of my favorite uh musicals i've never been in it i've not even seen it live i just like the music i just like the music. Um, A musical that I will say that shocked me when I saw it in person is Wicked because I did not know. I only knew the music. And so when I saw that there were many other things between the songs and the ending, did not know at all, was incredible. Another thing that I will say And then run all over me here is when I saw Lion King in person, too, for the first time. Yeah. Then I was like, this is pure spectacle. But I fucking absolutely am eating it up because it was incredible. Do you know what I'm saying? Like
1: Lion King was good.
0: Yeah, Lion King is great. It is. It is pure spectacle. Oh my God! It is so ridiculously spectacle. But uh, but like the music is incredible. It is. The costumes, it's good. the way that they're all being these like using the animals their bodies using to their bodies to be the animals. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's very cool. I think that I try not to pick like something basic because Thank everybody you. likes Hamilton. Everybody I likes, you, look- you know but one is that I did
0: Avenue
1: forget. Q basic no I mean there's I like so fi- many musicals I feel like it's
0: fitting for me though Avenue Q is like oh,
1: the uh, either that or Book of Mormon uh,
0: have so, you ever seen uh, Book of Mormon I, I like the music I've never seen the show and I feel like as soon it's as I see
1: Broadway. front row I'll just go screw off
0: bye bye you can't see that I'm f- you, uh, you listeners can't see that I'm just double flipping off live here in person Oh, thank you. Ugh. Thank you so much. I can't wait to see that in person. Honestly, that is one of the shows that I want to see. in. I love the music. It's very good. Yeah.
1: Um, Turn you know, it off. Like a light switch. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> um, one thing that you said was wicked, and I completely forgot about that because I've seen it four times, I think. And uh, when if you were to go on Spotify or Amazon Music or iTunes, whatever the hell you have... And you were to go look up the wicked soundtrack, the very first song, the very first note, the very first like chord is like da, 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 da. and it's like you like take a breath. And whenever you are watching it, all the lights come up, you see the stage, all these people run out, and you and it, it's just magic. It's literally magic. Magical. Yeah. It yeah. is magic. And then there is a point that there is like A pause in the music, or like a there's like a a note that goes down. It's like dun dun, and like all the people move. So like it's very spectacle. It's very, it's just magic. I can't. (laughs) Wait, do it again. Start from the beginning.
0: We just That's the moving. first twenty-five seconds and of it's just *Wicked*.
1: Like, what? Like, what's happening? You don't expect like this big sound to come out, and I just. <laughs> I sorry, I could talk about this for a really long time, but I'm gonna try and keep it short. No, go ahead. There, when it comes to musicals, there is something in the air. I get so nerdy about this. There's something in the air. If I'm a performer and you're an audience member and there's music and I come out and I create this magic, it's like the audience is on your left and the musical is on your right, in your right hand. And if you meet them in the middle in the air, there's like this magic that happens and you are connected and you're wrapped in this story because you see this person actually doing it. And then when it ends... You're like, oh my god! Have you ever left a movie? For people that haven't seen musicals, have you ever left a movie and been like, oh, oh, I'm I'm back in reality now. I'm back in reality. That's not the same principle for musicals, but I feel like it's stronger. Um, so it's hard for me to pick a musical, you know. But Wicked people is really know. fucking good.
0: People don't uh, people don't fully understand somebody who is a creative or an artist, when it comes to that absolute high you get from performing in this sense and like specifically performing on stage, Mm -hmm. then specifically doing something musically on stage and what that is like to hear that, those notes hit that weight, those butterflies right before you go on stage, you know, and being in front of that audience.
1: It's a lot. It is. And, it, and there's a lot of tension and magic. And I I also think it's more than just, like, the stage stuff. Like, I think when there's a soundtrack, I think that whenever you see somebody on stage, I think soundtracks are really important. Especially as a kid, you know, I think mute, this could get into whole music and movies. It takes you away from the reality that you're in. And I think... Especially when I listen to music, I get that.
0: Like, well, there's not even there's even uh, performing is one thing, but even being at, a, and experiencing a musical as an audience member is still huge and beneficial in the in the sense that you feel that there, you get pulled away from whatever it is you're doing, and you can kind of get lost in whatever world that it, that it is that you're watching. Right. You know, and then you can be present and then you can be appreciative of the things you're I I just watched Anastasia the touring show of Anastasia which a friend of mine is what it plays the villain in it
1: me too
0: um and so like I I saw it twice I saw it in St. Louis and then I saw it at Pantages in LA and it was like almost eight months apart and I was just like holy shit like it's a little bit different but it's the same but also like but also like I felt two completely different things, both very positive, you know, like. that's
1: why it's hard for me to pick, like.
0: Your favorite?
1: A favorite. I have musicals that I liked growing up, and then musicals that I like now. I have musicals that I've, like, listened to the whole soundtrack, and that's all I've listened to for, like, a month. Every musical has affected me. How can you pick a, a certain soundtrack of your life, of your growing up, of your youth, And to say that's my favorite. I
0: I can't. It's Avenue Q.
1: Okay, well, (laughs) I mean, if I had to pick the two two musicals that I listened to growing up, it would be The Phantom of the Opera and Cats, so thank you, Andrew Lloyd Webber, but then after, oh, and Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat and Sing in the Rain. Lori
0: Beachman
1: is amazing. Yes, Joseph is good. Um, but no one does Joseph anymore. I
0: would see I would pick something more obscure like how to succeed in business without trying. Dude, I for I some love reason that. love that.
1: There is a brotherhood. Why did I pick that so high? Love man dedicated a brother to Brotherhood.
0: A man.
1: Yeah, either way, it's cute. But then you have Hades Down, you have um hairspray, you have me. There's literally so much you know like how can you how can you pick Les Mis like that's a whole journey in itself
0: Les but it's a very good, I was a never it's a here. fan of Les Mis. Miss Saigon oh
1: have you ever seen that
0: I have not fun Holy fact shite. I'm traveling from community to community last year I'm traveling from Baltimore um I was visiting DC Baltimore
1: Every time there's a word that you say that I have invisible. I hope
0: I hope you do it. Um, so from Baltimore, don't do it again. Um, to, Ohio, to Cleveland, I'm on the plane. Oh there's only one in Cleveland. Ohio. Why oh, why,
1: oh, why, oh, why did I ever leave Ohio? That's a musical. That's a song. Don't a know musical. that one. See? Don't try to do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop. Excellent. Sorry. No, no, no. Keep, keep going. <laughs> I'm on the plane with half of the cast of Miss Saigon. The tra- like the traveling tour of Miss Saigon.
1: I would have been like, I want everybody's autograph so, no, now, no, like damn it.
0: The thing is, is that like I'm sitting there <laughs> and right before we, get, we, we board the plane and like half of the people have Miss Saigon shirts on, their bags say Miss Saigon traveling tour on it. I'm like, is this the Miss Saigon traveling tour? And then I look on my phone. I'm like, where is Miss Saigon playing? Oh, not this day, but tomorrow it's opening in Cleveland. So I was like, oh shit, it just left. The night before it left Baltimore and then it was playing in Cleveland over the next like four days and then for the next three weeks.
1: Let me tell you something. There's a girl on TikTok and she was part of the Miss Saigon cast And she gives all this advice about being like a Broadway actor. Like What's her name?
0: Shout her out.
1: I I'm pulling it up right now. No, I'm pulling it up. But she has all this information on being a B Way actor. And she's super cool. And she said in one of her videos, she was like, um, she said something about how like pole dancing helped her get on Broadway. And I'm like, "Oh, Oh shit. An extra talent.
0: That's what makes me so nice.
1: Whenever I see someone less fortunate than I and let's face it, who isn't? Less fortunate than I my tender heart tends to start to
0: bleed Is this this the character you play? I simply have to take over I know, I know exactly what they need and even in your Case. I can
1: sing this whole thing. You might Though as well. It's stop. the toughest case I've yet to face. Don't
0: worry, I'm, I'm determined to succeed. To succeed. Oh, follow oh, my lead. lead and yes, you, you You will be popular. Be You're gonna popular. be
1: popular use a proper voice when you talk to boys little ways okay. to find what's her name Anna Lee Wright girl on TikTok Anna Lee Wright W R I G H T let me see So she's this girl and she posts all of this stuff. She's Broadway Miss Saigon, television personality, teacher, coach, free spirit, nice person, whatever. Um, She gives a lot of good advice and it's real. It's like real stuff. It's like if you're a swing, bring a cookie bring cookies to set or like not to set to like, you know, the show, because everybody's working with you and you know, all this, she just gives really good advice. Um,
0: tell, whoa, 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 whoa. You say swing as if people
1: know what the swing m- is. Like swing? the average
0: person knows what a swing is. I, I don't think that people know what not that a is. Swinger.
1: So um, a s-
0: what swing is. Yes. What
1: swing is like a swing is like, if you are in the cast of Hamilton and you're a girl and you got cast as a swing, you are not in the show you are on the sidelines sidelines like it's football what the hell you're in the wings you're backstage and if for any reason one of the characters that you're assigned to swing like say you're a swing for like these three girls if one of them can't do the show you're in you know, mm-hmm. um, something like that.
0: Sometimes though, aren't swings in the chorus and then yes. they get promoted in that sense.
1: I feel like that's more of like an understudy. Okay. Um, swings are more like they're not in the show.
0: Okay. Um, so. Well, and that's news to me. S- and I swings
1: to, uh, are more, I feel like ensemble or like standby, like mm-hmm. they're standby swings and understudies and they all mean something different. Um, Mm. But either way, they that's were,
0: news to me because I thought if you were a swing standby or whatever, you still were kind of in the, the ensemble in some way, but then you got moved. But I guess they have to have people fill those positions no exactly. matter what. So
1: exactly. So say somebody say the lead can't be there. So the person that was in the ensemble that fills the leads role when they can't be there, the swing steps into that ensemble role, you mm-hmm. know, so swing, you know, mm-hmm. so it just kind of fits. But she just talked about being a swing and just for like a second. And also you asked me earlier if, if whenever you're playing that wicked, if I would be that part, I always thought that I was a Glinda. And then I got to New York and somebody told me that I would be an Alphaba. And I was like,
0: Ooh, why? Ooh. Uh
1: because I realized when I graduated college, my voice could belt a lot higher, could mix a lot higher than I thought. And so I'm also kind of like a little bit more of an edgy bitch. So
0: ooh.
1: Ooh, me in my all black right now.
0: It's got the Rolling Stones shirt on. Yeah.
1: But I don't know. I'm versatile. I can do whatever.
0: What's a role that you would love to play?
1: Um, I want to originate a role. I don't Oh. I want something to be not like created for me, but yeah, originate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to originate a role. I want to work with somebody and create a character that I bond with, you know, like Ben Platt and Dear Evan Hansen, or um, I want to say Bernadette Peters and Sunday in the Park with George. I think that's right. Um, but I want to create a role or not me specifically, but I want to originate one. Mm. And if I had to pick one that was already created, I don't know. I, I can't even tell you. Mm. I don't know. I feel like honestly, oh, honestly, I would love, love, love to be, um, the narrator and Joseph and the Technicolor dream coat.
0: Oh, that's a great role. That's a
1: bitch of a role, but it is so good. I'd want to do that or I would want to do um Katie Heron in Mean Girls or I would want to be in Hadestown. Town. Uh, there's a lot. God, I don't I know wondered, this Hades Town.
0: So See, that's a that's You got
1: to write that down and you got to listen to it.
0: What was the that, Oh god, but you here's the thing you, about you try Hadestown. to get me to you try to get me to listen to um Oh, the one where the kids, did it, were they, they took like some Japanese pill or something and they were, what is the, oh God.
1: A Japanese pill? Yes.
0: Like, and they, they, it was a high school, there's a high school, relax. Give me a second. Be more chill. Be more chill. I
1: never told you to listen oh, to that. Oh, God.
0: Who was it then? Somebody told me to listen to Be More Chill. It was there a musical theater. There is a theater.
1: really, really good song in that called Michael in the Bathroom, and it's it's so emotional. I cry. I cry every time I
0: watch Be it. Be more chill. Okay, yeah, yeah. So Michael some, in the Bathroom. I, was home. that not you? It was not you, me. It was not you that was pushing Be More Chill? No. I don't remember. You don't remember? Also, too, I somebody—if it wasn't you—somebody tried to jam "Be More Chill" down my throat, and like I listened to it like twice, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't.
1: It's know very what's weird, going on. but I will tell you.
0: Just like do this. me one favor. I don't what?
1: Look up Michael in the bathroom.
0: All right, in the show, Michael in the bathroom. I'm pretty sure I listened to it. Pretty sure it's I listened very, to it. Very, but... very
1: emotional. Very good. Um, also, write down Hades Town. But the thing about the thing about Hades Town, though, Hadestown. is that. Whenever I saw it live, I was with my friend Colton. Jake Gyllenhaal was right there. I died. There's a guy in the show that has an extremely low voice, and I say low, I mean like.
0: I thought you were about to say extremely huge penis.
1: No, that's not what I was gonna say, Leonard. Um, He like an extreme like like I I he was shaking the theater when he started to sing. Have you ever been in a concert with somebody that has that low of a voice and they've shake, you gotta go see it. He was shaking the theater and we were like, what the fuck? So it doesn't do any justice over your earphones whenever you're in the theater and it's shaking your seat
0: because it is such, it's
1: like a bass.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Picture. Okay. A bass at a concert. It's the same kind of principle. Mm
0: -hmm. And it was so fucking good. Oh my God. Just so good.
1: Oh, I could not handle it. <laughs> that sounded a little bit more sexual than I I meant. could not handle it. I couldn't do it.
0: <laughs> I couldn't handle it. The huge penis. I mean, the low bass in his voice. The low bass. Uh, uh, ah. Now you—you you sound like the girl from was it The Ring? The Ring. Yeah.
1: Uh, no, The Grudge.
0: The Grudge. You're ah. right. Yeah. The Grudge.
1: Yep. The Grudge. Ah. I love scary movies. You can't even do it.
0: No, I can't. Give me a sec.
1: Breath support, sir.
0: More. You look like you're going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you still haven't fully... Did you Did you give us a favorite? I don't know. You don't want to give us a favorite musical. Um, okay, here we go. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to name some musicals, and I want you to tell me if they are... <laughs>
1: One of my favorites.
0: No no, I want you to tell me if they are trash. Here's your here's your three. Oh, shit. I need you to say trash, trash. Okay, okay or good.
1: Okay. Trash okay or good. Okay.
0: This is the TOG test, the T O G test. Trash, okay,
1: good.
0: Trash okay. I'm okay. gonna
1: name like the most basic musicals. Okay, I'm ready.
0: You're right, I'm gonna name some of the most basic musicals. First off, Lay it on me Anything goes
1: Anything goes I've never actually seen that But I've seen a Tony (laughs) performance So I'm gonna say it's okay (laughs)
0: I'm gonna
1: say it's good Okay Like in between
0: It's an in between show It's an in between Okay West Side Story
1: Good Good
0: Duh (laughs) If you're gonna say anything besides that I would've thrown you off this fucking mic Instantly
1: Okay, I'm ready. Instantly, it's good. it's good. Grew up watching that. Tonight, tonight.
0: Favorite song in West Side Story. Uh, the Jets are gonna have the way. No. Tonight. How about what's that one Dear that's like Officer Crop Key. I... Krupp, you. <laughs>
1: Fuck you. No. Um, it's the one that's like Maria and um, Anita are singing it, and it's like I have a love, that it's all. That I
0: have. I don't know that
1: one oh Of course, you don't because it's not some. It's
0: not a girl song. It's, it's a girl
1: song. No, that one, and I mean, I love the whole thing. I love, um oh, whenever. When you're a Jack, you're a Jack. All the way from, from your, your first cigarette, cigarette to your last dying day. When you're a Jack, you're a song. You're sing. Little boy, you're a man. Little man, you're oh. a king. Oh. I got really into that. Keep going. Name another one. Name another
0: one. Name another one. Okay, so um, we're gonna say rent. Good. Rent is one of the. So rent is one of my favorite. Was one of my favorite musicals growing up, and it was in the sense of it's the. It's one of the one shows that I feel like has aged the worst well, yeah, does that make sense?
1: I feel like it was a pivotal part of pop culture and musical the theater 90s. because the it 90s. got 90s. Uh-huh. it got it went from very like golden agey to like oh look at this grunge like somebody's dying of drugs we're poor, we're gay <laughs> like all of this stuff mm-hmm. and now it's normal that you see a gay person it's normal that somebody's doing drugs it's people that are poor normal
0: I fully agree which is what like it it doesn't tra- like the impact that it made because it made a huge impact on musical theater huge and in, in Broadway and you know because they made the, the movie and everything um, but I do feel like it's one of the ones that have aged th- not as well as a lot of other, other things um,
1: yeah I mean, the music is still great. I don't know anybody that just sings a song from Rent. It's almost like sacred to me. Mm-hmm. So
0: it's a good one. Take me for what I am.
1: Who I was meant to be. Yeah, I don't give a damn. Take me, baby, or leave me. We did oh. really
0: good. I hit none of those notes. That's why I like pulled back <laughs> oh, for the mic. Wow. It was like, wow. wow.
1: Um,
0: okay. Um, what about? Ooh, this is going to be obscure. Do you know the show Big River?
1: I know Big Fish.
0: No, Big River. Maybe. Big River is what. Um, oh. Uh, A Missouri State alum, John Goodman, originated one of the characters.
1: That's why why I knew it. You
0: should know it from there. You
1: should know it. Oh, okay. Huckleberry Finn. That's
0: Mm -hmm. right. It's the story of Huckleberry Finn. (laughs) So you don't know that one.
1: No, I don't. But... I mean, it's funny. I just looked up John Goodman, like, within this quarantine time because I started watching Roseanne. and The original
0: or the new one?
1: No, the original, which she was so good in the beginning. Then it became a shit show. But John Goodman, I looked him up, and I was like, oh, he did a lot of musical stuff.
0: He did. did. And give me a second um Because we're going to have to wait 10 seconds while... Oh, nope.
1: Well, you government, you sorry soul-souls. You got your damn hands in every pocket of my clothes. Well, you're dadgum, dadgum, dadgum government. We'll go oh, don't you know, oh, don't you love them sometimes? Sitting up there like a fool's convention, where you dad, Go, my dick, dick, the daddy, gobble, gobble, man. What don't you know? Oh, why don't you love them sometimes? Is that John Goodman? That
0: is definitely John Goodman. Did you just hear it in the voice?
1: I, I definitely heard it. What
0: is that on Spotify? 1985. He originated that's, that. That's what so,
1: Joseph and the
0: type of dream trope was gr- in the 80s. Um, and I'm looking at fun room. fact Fun fact about how John Goodman got the role in Roseanne is because uh, some producers saw him do Big River, this character, because he's playing like basically the mm-hmm. same kind of character in Big River on Broadway. And then they found That him is from how the,
1: half of the people in the office got their role. Like
0: They were doing I
1: swear like half of the people in the office were doing off Broadway or Broadway and then people uh-huh. were like, Oh, come here. We want you to do this. What was that song?
0: That was uh, government well, on, on I just, Big River.
1: I just put just that just on my listen, Broadway playlist. Yeah,
0: listen to a a lot of the things on in Big River is pretty good. So what about, here's another, here, here's another musical, you ready? Yeah. Trash, okay, good. Sweeney Todd. <sighs> oh, so good. So good, okay. Yes,
1: good. because yes. there, okay, if you don't know this, write this down in your little journal. Okay. Go to YouTube, type in Sweeney Todd Emma Thompson. There is a Sweeney Todd version at Lincoln Center.
0: That Emma Thompson was in, and she kills it.
1: Well, yeah, everybody was so good. Well, Christian Borough was in it, like J. Armstrong Johnson, this dude that's a lord. Like, he is, oh god, oh, it's just, so so, it's it's one He's of the sad. best things I've ever. How about
0: to shave?
1: Exactly like that. They said it just like that.
0: Come <laughs> on, Sweeney's waiting.
1: He is a little bit deeper of a voice, but you got it.
0: I actually really enjoyed the the movie. Like it you know, seemed
1: very like. Uh,
0: Tim Tim Burton? Yeah, no, you're right. In just order. like
1: Johnny Depp was very like. My girl,
0: that was actually spot the fuck on.
1: Honestly, was really it was. Difficult.
0: Well, didn't they change? Didn't they? Dr- I I thought they. I heard that they dropped everything down for him, for Zaki. I'm sure
1: they did. So it was all like a talking. It was like you that 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 you saw
0: how about a change yeah so
1: if you go listen to the real sweeney and he's like and then it was like yeah
0: it's big and they actually hate they're hitting it's a notes
1: bass. like he's oh god or a baritone i don't know
0: but ooh guys and dolls
1: never seen it only heard two songs from it so i'm gonna say eh.
0: oh god
1: but it's a cl- it's a classic <laughs> I know a lot. Actually, I lied. I know a lot of songs from that, but I've never seen the show. It just seems very Sit basic. Sit down, you're rocking the boat. <sighs> wow. Picking the tenor. Bassline. Huh? That tenor line? I don't
0: know what any of those words mean. Um... <laughs> And the uh, devil, sit down, sit down, sit down, you're rocking down the, the boat. boat. Uh, or like, For the sharp repel love... of your striker, you're like, oh, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, you're rocking the boat. Now, or yeah, yeah, what was the one you were... Uh,
1: I love you, a bushel and a peck, a bushel and a peck, and a hug around the neck. That one's cute. Or like, if I were a bell, or, or Adelaide's Lament, a person... Can develop a big, back. Cold. cold. Yes. Uh, yep, you're exactly. you a lot of mainstreams here. I, well, that's what I know. That's what you know. It's okay, sweetie. Um, okay, it's okay, Greece.
0: Uh, How do you feel every about... Every
1: single person in the world loves Greece? but then whenever we really look at it, we're like... We're telling a girl to completely sluttify herself <laughs> for a guy. Like, yeah. I don't know if that's the best fucking message, it's but.
0: Not the best message, but. But
1: everybody loves Grace. It's, it's like true. a good old, like, oh, boy, this is a cute it's 1900s true. musical.
0: It's, it's 70s, early 70s. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You know? You're right. Yeah, and it's somewhere
1: in the 19s, like.
0: We talked about this it earlier. was not
1: the 70s. Wasn't it the, like the
0: 50s? Well, I mean, it was, it was recorded, it was filmed in like the late 70s, but it was based in the 50s. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we talked about this one a little earlier. Hairspray.
1: Classic, great, 100%, yes. There's not going to be a lot of musicals that I'm like...
0: The lady's choice.
1: <laughs> you went, the lady's choice.
0: <laughs> that's all, that's all I can think of right
1: now. Oh man, that one's a good. That's a good one. I'm trying to. I'm begging. Hey little you. girl with a uh, uh. hey little girl with the cash to burn. Well, I'm selling something you won't return. Did you know that the Glee dude, Mr. Schuster, will.
0: Yeah, whatever his name. No, is. that's yeah. Will
1: Schuster. What's his name? Why don't we know? What about his name? him? He was the uh, Link Larkin.
0: In... He's the original Link Larkin. No. I think he was the original. Dude, I, did I think not he know was that.
1: the original. Or the revival.
0: I did not know. He that.
1: played Link Larkin on in Hairspray.
0: I did not know in hairspray. Matthew of those Morrison, things. that's his Matthew, name. Mor- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah, oh,
1: he's good.
0: Um Chicago.
1: I like the movie. Oh uh,
0: we I got a slight love... we got a slight hesitation.
1: I didn't love the stage version but I liked the movie because I think Catherine Zeta-Jones and Renee Zellweger were the perfect
0: choices. Perfect. I, I... Th- the entire cast of that movie I thought was there. Are like, some
1: good movie musicals out there like any movie musical that's like seriously been produced has been very good except for Into the Woods was a shit show but uh, I oh, I mean besides Meryl Streep how
0: about Into the Woods um, because I, have a love I relationship. don't like Into the Woods
1: not, that's what I was going to say not a lot of people like <laughs> Into the
0: Woods and Out of the Woods at home before i <laughs> okay psycho um <laughs> I have a weird knowledge of musicals. You're
1: looking at me like you're a sociopath. <laughs> That's what you look at. <laughs> That was one of my first musicals that I ever did, of course, yeah. and it's very—it's Sondheim. time. Like, how could you not like that? But
0: there are giants I, in the sky. sky. You need to opt up at the
1: end, though. They're know. big, tall, terrible, awesome, scary, wonderful, wonderful giants, giants in the sky. But instead of going to that, you go in the sky. It's great. Why would I do that? Because that means you're amazing oh, okay. oh okay. like oh, oh I, I just okay. there, there's a couple of versions where
0: oh, they, they oh. opt up and it, oh, okay <laughs> yeah
1: um and I here's the be thing with into the woods up. if you look at chicago you look at um okay with chicago hairspray in the heights that's gonna come out chicago in uh hairspray almost in like in the heights when it comes out they're all amazing another music movie musical i don't know a lot of them are really good into the Woods. But that's because it's hard to put on. It was very Hollywood driven. Yeah. They had to put every Hollywood star they could in there, and I'm just like, you just. What do you it. think of
0: La La Land?
1: It was very good. I lo- I mean, there's a there's some people that hate it some people that love it. I think if you were to look at it in, because um, they're like the ending sucked. No, like. I think the ending can be pretty damn realistic.
0: You go. You, if we're moving to movie musicals, I will ask you about one of my top. Well,
1: Rent. That's another one that's good.
0: Great. I actually have two other movie musicals that are in my top ten movie favorite movies of all time. Don't. You ready? One of them is Moulin Rouge. <sighs> no. No. What that's is that? Is it trash? Okay. Trash. You think it's trash?
1: Yeah, I don't like it. I, I the only why? thing the only thing that I like about that is the song Come What May, because I think Nicole Kidman and What's His Nuts you and are, are fantastic. She can sing so high. The There's the elephant so much medley. Love I in love that. It. The way she looks at him, oh fuck, it'll kill me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The rest of it was just like
0: You're talking about a movie that I will cry to no matter when I'm watching it. Moulin Roosh, you get me to the no. end when when everything happens to whenever
1: she's like s- looking and then she's like, I will cry. Yeah, no, I. It was too much for me.
0: The second one, here we go. Uh, here is trash. Okay or good? Reefer Madness.
1: What is that? The musical. I don't know what that is. Oh goodness that gracious! Like something from Nickelodeon.
0: No. Reefer
1: uh, Madness.
0: Are you going to play me something? I'm going to try, but I'm not sure that it, I can even find it because it, it was a, it was a Starz original musical. Kristen Bell is one of her like first things that she did before she got huge. Huge. Um, Nev Campbell's in it. What is it Alan called? Cummings. I love him. Uh, Reefer <gasps> Madness.
1: Uh, another one is Cabaret. That's a movie musical, but it's more like,
0: it's kind of weird. Oh, um okay while I'm doing this I have another one. Um Little Shop of Horrors.
1: I le- okay so here's the thing with Little Shop. Um
0: Okay, what is what are you passing for? The
1: half of Little Shop is good and then the second half I'm like whenever they're like don't eat the plants it's like what the fuck is going on but like the beginning whenever the little girls are like oh like you know it's super cute it's super like bop like somewhere that's green like super cute but then whenever things just second act whenever It just gets fucking weird. It's like they used, it's like they started the show sober and then they they actually used that gas from the dentist chair, and then they got fucking weird. And then the show ended. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like what?
0: Um, I'm a big fan of the opening number of um downtown.
1: Did I tell you that I did a cabaret version of Little Shop, and it was the first time that I like scrouted my face off in New York City.
0: What does that mean?
1: That that means that I sang really, really high. I was like the girl that's like, yeah, you know, like, and... What
0: I, word did you use? Skrelted? Skrelt. Is that a real word? Skrult? Yeah, like,
1: literally, that's, that's a real world.
0: Oh, that's real world?
1: A real wor- word. Now I can't talk.
0: <laughs> Skrelted. I don't even know how to spell that. See. Wait a second. What am I... S-C.
1: Are on the chopping block And someone's got to dare To take a stand Can't ignore
0: anymore Do you know who, whose voice that is? Hand. Hand. Heading straight you We to madness, hold on A hand Heading Madness, We Madness
1: Wicker Madness, our Madness Save our kids Tell me as a socialist up our shore.
0: Alan Cummings? Uh, that is Alan Cummings. But uh, the uh, coming, yeah. Is it one coming? Cummings. Cummings. Multiple Cummings. Um, here's the thing. That's it why is people on... think
1: musicals are weird. Yeah, no,
0: you're right. Um, that was not a very good uh, depiction of how great this yeah. musical is. It no. is on Amazon Prime. Look up Reefer Madness the musical and watch it. Not today. What is it about? It is a spoof of the original um 1920s propaganda against marijuana. So the 1920s propaganda Marty It's not it's not though. It is a spoof of that movie.
1: Another one that I completely forgot was Annie.
0: Annie.
1: It's a hard knock life. That and for also us. Annie Earhart. Those two are so fucking good. It's a hard knock life. For us there's a Netflix documentary that called Hard Knock Life.
0: get Tricked and okay. kisses, we skip. Yeah. Okay, great. God, it's so creepy to see you do that.
1: Uh, there's a Netflix documentary called
0: Imagine All the Girls That I Date, and then I just sing these musicals just as creepily as possible. I'd break up with you instantly.
1: <laughs> I'd be like, We're done. It's so cute that you did that, but no, we're done. Uh, yeah, there's a Netflix documentary on Amazon called It's a Hard Knock, or Hard Knock- The Day After Tomorrow. And it's about how Annie fucked up all these people. (laughs) And all these girls are like, yeah, my mom wanted me to be an Annie and I got fucked up. (laughs) And it's like, what?
0: Damn.
1: That's bad. You're
0: like, damn. It's really bad. But it's
1: good too. It's kind of like glad I wasn't a child star. Also, Annie Get Your Gun, classic. It's very good.
0: I don't know that one as well.
1: There's no business like show, show business, business like no.
0: What what's some of the other ones that I can think of are um damn Yankees. Um Never seen it. What about um what what is it? Peter Oh, Peter Pan. Uh, I
1: love Peter Pan.
0: Of course, yeah, like Peter Pan or um Oh, shit. Like, what was I thinking? Like, Beauty... I saw Beauty and the Beast, and I really enjoyed it on stage.
1: Beauty and the Beast. Here's the thing about musicals is that you're going to sing a musical, and I'm just going to sing it. This is why I love it, you know? But then I also... I just want to say, as we're talking about musicals, I do love movies. Like...
0: Movie musicals, or just movies in general. I love movies
1: in general. Give me the Harry Potter series. For a second, I thought I was a witch. Like... Hi. That's not
0: musical theater, though. That has not. That's not that.
1: No, you're right. You're right.
0: Uh, live. Um, before we go, what is some advice? Okay, so we talked about the fact that like, you and I differ on how much money the actual amount in which we you should so, go with. I think
1: with. we agree with it. You need a good amount.
0: Yeah. You and,
1: know.
0: And it's not even it. To me, it's not even an amount. It's about the fact that like. Don't rush yourself to a major city. Burn yourself out real quick because you have to get a survival job for the first four years you live there. No. You know, hang out with your folks as much as you hate it, as much as people in general hate hanging out at home after they've graduated college or whatever. You know, they're 19 or whatever. But hang out. Save more money than you think is necessary because mm-hmm. this big cities aren't going anywhere if you wait six months that's the if thing this that is I'm,
1: really what you want to do
0: it'll be there when you want to do it
1: it'll be there when you want to do it and also you will do what you can to save that money you know it's hard because you know whenever i was working at home like i wanted to see my friends i i was spending money and I could have just like really pocketed it. You know, it's just, you can do it. You can save. I also think that, you know, you had a good approach whenever you moved to like, you know, if somebody wanted to hang out, you went, like you didn't work for the six first six months. But also if you moved with like less than five, it is okay to get there
0: mm-hmm. and totally
1: grind and get in a groove before you just try and throw yourself into being an actor. So
0: what is some advice to people who are looking to move, to make that move to New York? So even more specifically, what is advice that you would have given yourself five years ago? Like right five? as soon as soon as you, not even five years ago, as soon as you graduated college or right before you graduated college, you can go back to when we met, when you're eating that sandwich and you're, you're sitting there with that. What is some advice if you could go back in time and you say, Hey, Twenty-year-old me, this is what you should do.
1: Well, I don't ever want to change anything because it made me the who I am today. Of course. Made me the person I am today. Okay, so what so if some other twenty-year-old like? Don't move to L.A. But then that's who I am today because I lived there. But any twenty-year-old that like just moved or whatever, I would say. I don't know. I'm going to say two contradicting statements and it's going to be confusing, but I would say do the first thing I'm going to tell you is work your ass off. The minute that you get there, you grind like you try and get an agent. You do not worry, you know, do not get attached to a survival job. Do not, you know, put down these major roots of like, you know, that, that don't have to do with why you hauled your ass to these cities, but then the second thing I'm going to say is take a breath, get a groove. And maybe you can do both. Maybe the first month and a half, just two months. Spend two months finding your grocery store, finding your favorite find coffee Find that shop. groove. Find your groove. It doesn't have to take 30 months. 30. What, what did I say that for?
0: Don't get attached, but find that groove. But
1: find, exact. That's the advice. Don't get too attached that you... Don't even do what you came out there for, but find your groove. And if the groove takes more than two months, that's more important because you have to find your rhythm. I, I had a friend once that moved to New York and he's like, You know, there's little things I didn't realize. And I was like, What are you talking about? And he goes, this is, You guys are going to laugh. He's like, Whenever you get on the subway and you're walking down the stairs, you have to get out your subway pass and slide it through the thing quickly because people are behind you. And he goes, I need to have a pocket on the outside of my phone. I need to have it easily accessible, but I didn't realize that. So I have to find something. There's always going to be these little tiny things that you don't even realize. Like say you're in LA and your car's hot as hell and you cannot get in it. You need to find like a a visor, what is that called? Like a sunshield. It's little itty bitty things that you don't realize that that are part of the groove that you need to operate your fitness, your health, that make it seem that you, this is your home, make it your home. Mm-hmm. Don't take too long, get your shit together, but make it your home. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's my advice.
0: Liv, how do we find you on the social medias? Where do we find you? At?
1: My Instagram is the way to live, and God live is just L I V. Tell oh me that's not God. clever. It is the very clever. The way to L I V. I just
0: want to <laughs> murder people with that Uh, Also, handle. my TikTok too. I was gonna say, what is your t- What's your in- your Insta? What is your TikTok as well? Same thing.
1: Same thing. The way to live. So
0: find uh, live there. Live. Thank you very much for taking uh, for hanging out with me on a Friday night. Until late uh,
1: Friday night um, Yeah this is like We almost spent Three hours on here
0: Oh I know no, no, Well two But yeah uh
1: We started at like 9.30 two.
0: No we started Well I got it written uh, Well we took a couple breaks We've, oh, We're at two okay. hour We're at the two hour mark Which is we perfect
1: We spent a long time we And did. I loved it
0: Um, Liv thank you very much For being here um, And thank you all For listening to LLA With Jake and Lenny Just me uh, Interviewing Liv Gallo over here So that's That's all right We'll see you all next week. Until then, take care. You can hear LLA live every Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Pacific Time on Dash Talk Radio or at dashradio.com. Let's say bye to everybody.
1: Bye, guys. You want to
0: sing something as we go out? No. No? That's too much <laughs> on the spot.
1: Too much on the spot. Too much on yeah. the spot.
0: Anything goes. I don't know any of these songs.
1: In olden days, a glimpse of stocking was looked on something shocking, but now, <laughs>
0: Anything goes. Yeah, exactly. Nailed it. All right.
1: Um, my name is Olivia Gallo. Um, you're listening to LLA with Jake. And- I cannot do it. With Jake and Lenny.
0: That's exactly what I was, that's, that's what I was wanting though. LLA is produced by Guy Garner, hosted and engineered by Jake FH and Lenny Hernandez. All day Lenny. That was fantastic.